You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. Now, this is a by American History Podcast. Each week... Solid omission. I... Crank Yanker. <laughs> nope. Mower of lawns. Hairy face guy Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to his friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Say something funny. You know, do something interesting I'm right still now. A, this I'm is still the intro. Do something recalibrating funny. Recalibrating from crank yanking. You're awful at this. And called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like Adam. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Come on, Rose, let's play! Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Uh, we should point out that we are recording this at the uh, All Things Comedy Studio, and that uh, they have an All Things Comedy YouTube page where you can watch uh, any of the video uploads of this. And you can also uh, check out the work of an All Things Comedy brother who we lost recently named Stephen Brody Stevens, mm. who uh, is someone, if you're not familiar with, is worth uh, checking out his stand-up yeah. and uh, his show that was on All Things Comedy or his other show, uh, I think it was Enjoy It. Um, but uh, He was a very unique comedian. Yeah, so very, someone who everybody in the comedy nice world, uh, is was he was beloved by everybody. Everybody liked him. And he was, I think if he could see the outpouring of affection that he has caused, he would yeah. probably be um, surprised, unlike all of us. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's a downer. Yeah, well, that is a downer. It's tough, man. Yeah. That, that was a tough one. Yeah, it was. It's been a tough year. Yep. Agreed. Uh, February 12th, 1884. <laughs> Come on, you can still shout it, bro. <laughs> I know how I feel. Come on, go. Come on. February 12th, 1884. All right, we're back. Nah, not really. 1884? Uh, 1884. Okay. The year of our Lord. Yeah, the 80s. Jesus back then Christ. they even said it like that. Like, hey, it man, it's, a, the it's the 80s. Look, rip your teeth out. It's the 80s. That's not, no one ripped their teeth out. Oh, you start the story. <laughs> Alice Lee Roosevelt was born. Her father was Theodore Roosevelt Jr., known as Teddy. Okay. Oh. Teddy went to Harvard, where he met Alice Hathaway Lee in 1878. She was a Boston banking Harris. Harris. <laughs> uh, they were introduced by a classmate uh, of her cousin, Richard Middlecock Dick Salt Still. Okay. Dave, I, I just threw that's that the in. Be- that is the best one ever. That's, I, like, that's I wasn't, the best one ever. I wasn't gonna, what is it? He has nothing to do with the story, but the name. He has everything to do with the story. I, He's the main character of the story. Richard Middlecock. So first of all, Richard is Dick. So yeah. Dick Middlecock. And then, well, they call him Dick. So Richard Middlecock Dick Salt Stall. Salt. I mean, so that he's. Just, that sounds like what happens to your penis in a deprivation tank. I just put his name in there because r- this is how rich people name their kids. It's a good system. It's not a good system. It's a great system. It's a bad system. Yeah. So uh, Teddy and Alice married two years later. Uh, Teddy went to Columbia Law School. Um, they're all up in the New York Society world. Um, Teddy ran, because obviously Teddy's a Roosevelt, so money. Yeah, sure. Um, Teddy ran for New York State Assembly, and he won. He's big on taking down corruption. That's his jam. Alice and Teddy bought a large home and planned to have a large family. Okay. It's all, it's all great. 
Yeah, for sure. It's all great. Yeah, no. So Alice Lee Roosevelt Longworth was born at home on West 57th Street. Okay. <laughs> just a, a regular apartment birth? Yeah, it's just what you did back sure. then. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Water birth. <laughs> Two days later, Teddy was in Albany when he received a telegram. His mother's health was fading. Okay. She 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 was in the house that the baby's born. And I don't know if she lived there or she was just staying there, but she was there in the house. Okay. Um, so, Wait, so he receives message that so he's, the, the, his mother, who's in the house, is yeah, her... Okay. the baby and his mo- uh, the okay. new mom. Right. So Teddy rushes home. He doesn't rush home for the baby? I, I'm not sure if he... If ba- he already, his baby's being born, but he's like, eh, let I, that I, happen. Then they're like, your mom's sick. He's like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I mean, who knows back then what it was like, but I, I would imagine that he was there for the birth, and then he went back to Albany, and then he got this call. Yeah. Albany. Well, you have a 430. You gotta hit it. Uh, yeah, you gotta hit it. 430. Yeah. So... <laughs> so... He rushes home, and his brother Elliot opens up the door when he gets there, and Elliot said, quote... There is a curse on this house. Okay. So Elliot That's bad. That's yeah, a bad if a anybody dark, a dark opener. If you if yeah, if that's the first thing someone says to you, yeah. then you're How not. about a hello? Yeah. There's a curse upon this house. Oh dude, you know, there's you're a curse such, on this house. Okay, you're a fucking There's bummer. a curse on this house. You're a bummer. We have ghosts. Say hello. Hello, ghosts? we're dying in here now because there's a you, curse. What the, you're not dying, you're I'm just a, saying shit. Come on in. Hi. Hey, take off your shoes, please. Okay, my shoes are off. Oh, there's a curse upon your Fuck, feet. Fuck! You fool! I'm a devil! Uh, turns out Teddy's mother, she's burning up with a fever. She has typhoid. Okay. That's not, not good. That's not, not good. Uh, meanwhile, upstairs, Alice, he goes up to see her. She barely recognizes Teddy. Because she had an undiagnosed case of Bright's disease, which is kidney a kidney disease. Okay. Um, so she had been living with it for a while, but the pregnancy made it worse. So it like kicked in, and it's acute now. Teddy's mother died at three a.m., and Alice died eleven hours later. Oh my god! Bam, bam! Wow! Yeah. Okay. That is a so shit there, day. I think I'm starting to see Elliot's side of this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a shit. Yeah, that is Elliot kind of a has cursed a point. Kind of a cursed house. Now you're like Elliot. How did you know? And then you're walking around, you're like, shut that baby up! Yeah, who will? Uh. Uh, Teddy, Teddy was just 25 years old. Oh, wow. Uh, and he lost his mama and wife on the same day. Mm. So he was insanely in love with his wife. He had filled pages of his diary about how much he adored her, which I don't... A little much, honestly. Yeah, take it easy. No, Settle yeah. down. You, we get it. You think someone's going to yeah. read it. We because that's it. the thing. In five years, she's going to be like, you know, you used to always write in your diary about me. He's like, yeah. I still love you, hey, Alice. What? I write all Good the time. Lord. You know, the house is cursed. Yeah. (laughs) One reason I know this is you're dead. Uh, uh, So on this day, he just wrote a large black X in the diary. So if you're seeing that, you're sort of like, well, Teddy's not doing great. Uh, Um, And the only thing he wrote was the light has gone out of my life. Okay, sure. And then then I assume he drew like a little light bulb and then a slash through it. Yeah. And then then he went, Teddy, you okay in there, bud? (laughs) Teddy would never speak his wife's name again. So he was—he didn't need therapy <laughs> or anything. He was fine. No, he doesn't yeah. need therapy at all. Yeah. Um, now, this is also weird that he didn't speak his wife's name again because they named their daughter Alice. Now, um, is there now... What? Is that hard to make... <laughs> 
is it time for a name change rather than just oh, an omission oh, of oh, a, a name? Wait, that was an idea you had. Yeah. Change the name? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do that. No, so instead no, he was just it. like, you. Well, we're locked in. You. 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 Baby, hey, baby. baby. Lady Small baby. Lady one. baby. Little baby lady. So obviously that's weird. Yeah. Uh, not only did he not speak her name again, but he would not allow anyone else in his presence to speak his wife's name it's again. taking on a real sort of Scientology <coughs> vibe now where... Uh, it's not great. No. Teddy told a friend the way to survive was to keep the pain buried as deep inside so as possible. So he po- literally <laughs> is saying what now we use as like the stereotype for things you're not supposed to do. Yeah. You know, the key is to bury it deep inside yourself and wait for an occasion when you can explode. And then go to Africa and kill animals. Uh, take it out on tigers. Right. So keep the pain buried as deep inside as possible or it will destroy you. Mm, oh, that is actually, um, that's right. Yeah. That's the way to grieve. Um, obviously, this is not a widely held psychological belief today. Mm. Anyway, that's how uh, a little Alice Lee came into the world. She would be called Baby Lee. Cool. A double funeral was held, and Alice Lee was uh, christened the day after. Oh, Jesus. So they didn't, they could have switched the fucking name up. Yeah, absolutely. She hasn't hasn't been. Yes. Baby Lee? It's like Baby Driver, which was good. Baby Driver, yeah. Uh, At the end of 1884, Teddy decided to to get out of politics. Obviously, he's got a rough. Well, what's going on? (laughs) So he bails. He had bought two ranches in North Dakota. Um, after he'd gone there previously to hunt buffalo. So in his grief, he, he made for the ranches, which are in the isolated badlands of North Dakota, and he leaves Baby Lee behind, also known as Alice. So what's the plan? Well, he has a sister. Sure. That is taking care of her. Okay. Um, so he's just living in North, this is North Dakota. Uh, North Dakota Teddy is a, a badass. Okay. Um, he is. Uh, he's out there hunting uh, buffaloes. Okay. And uh, other animals. There he is. Oh, there he uh, is. Wow. Yeah, that looks like a man who's dealt with his inside demons. He gets a job as a sheriff. Okay. Um, he's, he's arresting thieves. He's going on month-long roundups. Like, he's just a totally just different... keeping like, his mind on anything but the death of his wife and mother. Basically. He beat up a gunfighter in a saloon. Like How dare you? Just, he's just... Take that, Alice. And that, Alice. You yeah. left me, Alice. Uh, my name's Jeff. Shut up, Alice. Why did you go away? Alice, I love you. Whoa, dude. Bro. 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 Come back hey. to Teddy. Okay. Hey, my name's Jeff. And right now you're kissing me in a, in a saloon. Alice. No. We shouldn't. No, we're we not can't going give to. in. Okay. All right, oh. just once. Oh, I missed you. Did you finish? You're inside me. <sighs> we're in a saloon. <sighs> I am. Oh, good to see you, babe. You're going to uh, be a great president. Thank you. Well, if I ever get over this, we're going to live so happy together here, no. Alice. Uh, my name's Jeff. Alice and us. Alice, my wife's alive again, and I'm inside of her again, and we're together, and you are for sure, Alice. I'm Jeff. <laughs> uh, 
So Teddy's becoming the badass that everyone knows Teddy right. Roosevelt. This is the origin story. <clears throat> yeah, basically. Um, he still cared for Alice. In one uh, 1884 letter, he wrote, quote, I hope Mousy Kins will be very cunning. I shall dearly love her. <laughs> well, dude, t- honest. I mean, Baby Lee was tough. Change the name. Change the name. Mousy Kins? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. It's fucked. I would you would never expect that to come out of Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, where's Mousykin? Where's I want to shoot Mousykin? Isn't this the man who kills animals religiously? Yeah, Mousykins. So Alice is being raised by Teddy's sister Anna in New York. Uh, Anna was also known as Bye, which is a nickname she got because she was always on the move. It was short for Hi Anna, Bye Anna. Nicknames really they're just, good. Were, yeah, in not this family. Good. They're good. Not good. Uh, so Alice called her Auntie Bye. Okay, Auntie Bye. She's a very strong, intelligent, independent woman with a huge influence on Alice, and she also had a hump. She had a hump, mm-hmm. like the, the one on the back, I... like the Quasimodo. Okay, so she has a hump. Sure, she's a, your classic humped Roosevelt. Sure, she's just uh, got a hump, and her name's Bye. Uh-huh. Right, so. Continue, Dave. Ready to further uh, this tale? She's in her late 20s and not married, uh, which could have something to do with the hump. Oh, come on. You got to get on hump meat. <laughs> she took very... Good- Are you missing other people with humps in your area? It's like farmersonly.com. <laughs> hump meat. It was meet, great. Meet your fellow humper. Yeah. Uh, so, but she took very good care of Alice. Sure. Teddy would sometimes make brief visits when he came back for work. When he did, he would spend time with baby Lee. You mean Mousykins? Or Alice, whatever her name is. Mousykins. Yes, Mousykins. Thank you. In June 1886, Teddy returned. Uh, So I guess he's over his grief now, comes back to New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think he's not, it's not that he's over it, he's just buried it so deep. He's buried it so deep, yeah, that now I can never get it. Yeah, you need a treasure map to get to the demons. Uh, So he finishes building a house he'd started before his wife died. Becomes Alice's full-time dad again. Okay. Uh, so Teddy has previously had a relationship with a woman named... So that's our, our little girl. Oh, that's Massykins. That's Massykins. I love it. Um, he's, so he previously had a, a relationship with a woman named Edith Carroll. They grew up next door to each other. Um, the, everyone thought they were going to get married. He did ask her to marry uh, him twice, but Teddy's father and Edith's grandfather were against the marriage because of potential physical disabilities they both thought the other family had. I think that has something to do with the hump. Oh. <laughs> right. So the grandpa was like, we ain't having hump kids. That's right. I think that's exactly Not right. having hump chin. And who knows what was happening on either side of the family, but yeah, yeah clearly there was something. Um, so Teddy... I've uh, got the hump gene. Skips a generation with baldness. Oh, my God. If your grandpa had a hump, then you won't have one. No, then you have a hump. But your dad won't have a hump. Right. Hmm? I like, I like talking to people that are not you. Well, I've got a lot of hump chewing. <clears throat> anyway, Teddy... Come back soon! Teddy went on to marry uh, Alice, and then obviously that didn't work out. Um, so now he rekindles his relationship with Edith. Okay. So oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Edith's back in the picture, okay. and uh, she is a hot mama. All right. Um, it, it starts. You know, it just looks like it, a nightmare to be. I mean, to dress like a woman back then is a nightmare. Oh yeah, it goes all. Like the way she's up. got a collar on. Yeah, it goes all the way up to the top. It's like her head is on it's a just pedestal. Like, oh god. 
And it just looks thick. All right. Well, let me put on my sleeping bag dress and go out for the day. <laughs> it's just like you were forced to wear a Snuggie all the time. <laughs> um, so anyway, they're hot. They get hot and heavy quick. He proposes. Okay. She says yes. Okay. Where's Grandpa? He's passed on. I guess. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's all over now. All right. So um, they get married at the end of 1886. Um, so Alice's life is obviously about to change again. Yeah, Massacans. Massacans. So Edith and Teddy moved to Oyster Bay, Long Island. Alice, or Baby Lee, moved in with them. Okay. Edith apparently had a problem with the fact that Teddy had a child with someone else, well, and now the kid was living with them. Is this not the sort of stuff that you maybe talk about in the courting process? Well, no, I don't. I, I think that he Or is it just like you have an unveiling where you're like, I have a daughter. I think he doesn't care. He doesn't care what? I think he doesn't care that she's upset about... Uh, Alice. Okay. And, and also, uh, uh, the first Alice, his wife was super hot. Okay. And I think that's also, so what she feels like she's in the shadow. There's a little bit of jealousy going on. Sure. Okay. Um, so, uh, I mean, and Teddy's just like, well, if you feel bad, just bury your feelings deep down in your organs. Deep. Uh, so they start cranking out babies, uh, Teddy and Edith. They would end up having five kids. Okay. They're, you know, they're really a lot sure. of fucking. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Stop hey. now. Uh, so what do they call Alice? Because she's no longer a baby, right? <laughs> and there's five other kids there. Uh-huh. Kitty Lee. So, so they picked a great name to call her. Hmm. Sister. Hmm. Okay. Sister. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> So right now she's just an extra in her own life. Remarkably generic? Yeah. How'd they come up with that? Is that a family name? By the way, that's, that's, uh, the, Sister? Fir- that's the first mom. Oh, that's Al- uh, OG Alice. <clears throat> yeah, OG. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so they call her sister, which is, I can't think of, like, how about a fucking nickname of some kind? Like, yeah, how about a name? What about Lee? Like, uh, that's her yeah, middle name Lee's, or whatever? Lee, Lee, yeah. Sister is the most generic, horrible, you're not here. Well, you would also, that's like uh, something that you would, like, you'd hear back then. People would be like, sister, and she'd turn around like, yes, like, no, my actual sister. What's your name, sister? Yes. So this created a feeling of shame that was related to her name and probably wasn't great for building self-esteem. Cool. Edith didn't hide her feelings about Alice's dead mother. Edith called Alice an insipid, childlike fool in front of uh, her daughter. Cool. Once during a fight, Edith told Alice that if her mother had lived, she would have bored Teddy to death. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Edith. (laughs) Chill. Were chill pills invented yet? Edith's a fucking monster. (laughs) Um, Rude. Yeah, super, super rude. Uh, as Alice grew up, it became clear she was going to be very attractive like her mom. Okay. This probably didn't help the situation with Edith and the tension built between them. Is this the story of Cinderella? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edith was a strict Episcopalian with a, quote, cold and detached insistence on standards of conduct. So she was Episcopalian. Uh, she insisted Alice call her mother, uh, but Alice would later write, quote, she had almost a gift for making her own people uncomfortable. Alice had a gift for making Edith. No, Edith, Edith had a, a gift okay, for right, right. uncomfortable, but she was forcing Alice to call her mother. Well, yeah, she's sister. How yeah. hard is that? I mean, it's like, wait, yeah, look, we're in a play where we haven't named the characters yet. Uh, Teddy was also pretty emotionally distant from Alice, possibly because her name was Alice. Sure. Um, and he was usually absent working on his political career. 
He would write letters to the kids, and in them he discussed the other children, like he would write a letter to one kid and talk about all the other kids. But he'd never mention Alice. Except when he wrote letters to Ted Jr., that was the only one he talked about Alice with. Okay. At one point, Alice and Teddy had a fight about never speaking her mother's name, which was obviously her name, too. Um, so so she was, you know, aware of it. And, yeah, she's and like, having, this is weird. Yeah, this is fucked up. It's my you name. You talk about my mom. Yeah. And my name. Alice was also surprised to learn, uh, learn that Edith was, quote, not Papa's sister. That Edith was not Papa's sister? Yeah. Wait, I'm not sure. Alice was surprised I'm, to learn that Edith was not Papa's sister? Yeah, she's pretty young at that point, I would assume. She, so so she, when they were married, she thought that mm. Teddy and Edith were brother and sister? Mm. And having five children? Yeah, maybe she didn't know how stuff worked. But again, also a lot of cousins married back then and just brothers a, and it's sisters. It's a simpler time. <laughs> A simpler time when you could just go to a family luncheon and meet your soulmate, you know? No one was off limits. <laughs> Made it a lot easier when you grew up with your wife. That's right. Come uh, on. Let's uh, get back to simpler times, man. Trumpet. Alice felt that Teddy saw her as, as a, quote, guilty burden. Okay. When, what, what did that come from? Did she have senses? <laughs> Um, and this just reinforced the decision to never speak the name Alice, even once. Teddy never realized this was creating resentment in Alice. <laughs> well. Well, clearly he's very psychologically minded. Yes, clearly he's a man who knows how to get into the emotions. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so this mixture, orphan child who felt responsible for her mother's death, given the same name uh, that was never spoken, angry about being left by a father, created a rebellious child. All right. If you can imagine. Yeah. In her journal in 1903, she wrote, quote, Father doesn't care for me. That is to say, one-eighth as much as he does for the other children. We are not in the least congenial, and if I don't care over much for him and don't take interest in the things he likes, why should he pay any attention to me or the things that I live for except to look on them with disapproval? So things are good. Okay. <clears throat> How old is she there? She's So she's born in 84, so... Oh, three. So she's, you know, she's a teen. She's 19, right? Yeah. I might have jumped on that one then. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so Alice had to learn about her mother from relatives. So because he never talked about she it. She didn't exist. The only people, she would occasionally go visit uh, her mom's parents and they would tell her oh we love to talk about alice and we don't talk about her either Uh, julie yeah (laughs) granddaughter (laughs) and to top it off alice thought teddy loved uh the four children he had with edith more uh alice also wore a brace as a child which she called quote a medieval instrument of torture Mm -hmm. well i mean well i mean they're just trying to yeah yeah they're trying to help yeah I can't believe they had braces then. <clears throat> not f- not for the, oh, mouth, right. for the body. Braces. Yeah, it's like right. one of the, yeah. Well, like, like a, a back, back brace? brace or some kind of brace like that, yeah. Oh, she had hunch prevention. She might. <laughs> I get it. I get you. HP. Yeah, HP, yeah. HP. Because yep. <laughs> imagine braces then. You'd be like, I can't. I can't. Alice would later describe herself during these years as, quote, stodgy, too shy, rather chunky, and not a little cowardly, a shy, uncomfortable child, not very bright, and lethargic. Okay. She's describing herself like, okay, so she's, sure. 
Self-diagnosis. So she's a very unhappy child, and that meant she spent time fantasizing. Mm-hmm. Quote, I would spend hours of time pretending I was able to at will to turn into something quite different, such as a princess with very long hair or an extremely martial prince. Mm. That's nice. Teddy joined up to fight in the war against Spain, which made him, th- that made him famous. Right. <clears throat> After he became governor of New York, Alice was now in her teens and had become very independent and outgoing. Okay. Edith couldn't handle her, so they decided to send her to a school for girls in New York City. Alice was not down. Okay. Quote, I had seen Miss Spencer's scholars marching two by two in their daily walks and thought of becoming one shriveled me. Fair. So that's, that's a good use of words, yeah. number one. Yeah. And that's against it. Uh-huh. Anti. She wrote Teddy, quote, if you send me, I will humiliate you. I will do something that will shame you. I tell you, I will. That's ominous. <laughs> You read oh, that, you're like, uh... Fucked up letter from your daughter. Okay. Uh, well, I guess... I just said, how are things? Boarding school. <laughs> how are things? If you do this. I will crush you, father. Excuse me? The hunter is the hunted. <laughs> what? Why, I... I'll have your head on my wall, daddy. So anyway, boarding school is off at that point. Sure. Teddy was like, that's a good... I get your Okay, argument. no. Uh, Edith was not impressed with Alice, writing a friend that she, quote, cares neither for athletics nor good works. Okay. And she had, quote, the habit of running the streets uncontrolled with every boy in town. Okay. All right. A little wild child. That's right. All right. She also said Alice would not do anything unless she was made to. So Alice was sent back to live with her Aunt Anna or Aunt Bye. Uh, right, and by right, and by with the hump. Hello, by hump, hump, hump Anna. Hump, Auntie hump. Anna hump by. Anna hump by. Uh, uh, so this time in America, a woman's goal was marriage. Sure. I mean, not, uh, probably not women's goal, but the society's goal for them. For women. I would imagine not all women were like, my goal is to get married. No, they were like, my goal is to not be beaten, so I'll do what you people say. So for that to happen, her behavior needed to be beyond reproach. Right. To get, right. But because of the way Alice had been raised, Alice felt she could never trust a man to love her. Oh. So she acted like a woman whose goal was not to get married. Okay. She was impetuous, stubborn, and insensitive. Uh, this was very unique for a woman at the time. Mm-hmm. Imagine. Personality. Uh, yeah, right? How dare she? How dare she be her own... <laughs> so especially in high society, this is rare. Uh, gossip magazines began writing about Alice when she was 16. Okay. So she's like Paris Hilton. She, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. In 1899, the vice president died of a heart attack, and Teddy became vice president. Okay. Alice moved to Washington, which greatly increased her profile. Sure. But her behavior at the inauguration in 1901 did not impress Teddy. Alice thought the Roosevelts were superior to the McKinleys. Okay. President McKinley. (laughs) Uh, And she thought being a VP was, quote, second place. Interesting. She referred to President McKinley as, quote, a usurping cuckoo. Wow. Okay. So, so Teddy didn't like that. Right. And he admonished her a bit. On September 6th, 1901, President McKinley was shot by an anarchist. Bastards. No, I'm, this is okay. Oh, sorry. We're Good for, guys. I think we're pro. Pro? I don't know. 
Well, I don't know what we are anymore. <clears throat> he died eight days later. Okay. So sweet eight days of suffering. Sure. Sure. Teddy became president. Alice rejoiced that her father was finally taking his rightful place as president. She described it as, quote, sheer rapture. So she's not as upset about the shooting as you would uh, think. No. She's excited to get in the, like, top spot. Yeah, she's in the fucking... So now she's like, likes the fact that... Now she kind of likes her dad a little bit. A little she bit. She likes that he's the president. She's much more into her pops. Right. Um, but, I mean, if your dad becomes the president, then you automate... You, like... But, like, if your dad became president, you'd mend fences. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure you would. You want to go to the White House? That's right. You want to try that meatloaf? Oh, yeah. See what's going on there? Meatloaf? Pick up the red phone, you know what I mean? Batman, no get phones. me him. There's no phones. Huh? There's no phones. Sure there are. Point. There's no phones. Well, there's a thing. There's like, a, you know, the Morse, pick up the red Morse system. And just type, you know, B-A-T. Red man. Morse yeah. system? Yeah, whatever they had, like the emergency Morse you know, you fucking hit your like beep 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 beep. They beep, had beep, the beep, beep, beep. the bird. Have you seen the Flintstones? Mm-hmm. That's what they had. Oh, okay. I thought so. Um. So she moves into the White House at seventeen years old. That's just great. <laughs> this is great. It's a movie plot. <laughs> she immediately became a celebrity. Um. She may have been the 1900s first global celebrity. Okay. On January fourth, nineteen o two. Alice made her debut to the world, so it's her debutante ball. Sure. She was uh, labeled the White House debutante. Okay. Teddy kept out of the limelight that evening. Edith handled the receiving line and presented Alice to society. Here is um, this embarrassing... Little fucking shit. Little asshole whose name we won't say. I don't want to work or do anything. I'm a little fuckhead. Fifth best out of five. Her name is Thing. Thing one. Everyone give it up for... My mom died. Anyway, there she is. Newspapers covered it. They did Talked about her dress, the music, you know, the whole thing. It was uh-huh. all, all described. Yeah, um, of course. So the media always focused on the right things. Always. What you're saying. A month later, her fame went international when she christened a yacht that belonged to Kaiser Wilhelm, Wilhelm of Germany. Uh, the, the yacht was christened the Meteor. Uh, it would be an honor if you uh, would come down and be the one to break the champagne upon the meteor. Okay. You are the new it girl. Do you know that, Alice? Yeah, I just don't. Mm. Oh, it's this honor. Don't. You are something special. You're different. The Kaiser sent his cousin. Okay. Prince Henry of Prussia to accompany Alice and shore up relations between America and <laughs> Germany. This is sounding very similar to our situation now. Uh, what you know? You know about Kaiser, <coughs> Kaiser Wilhelm is probably the closest thing that has ever been to uh, Trump. Oh, I, wish I, I don't was, know who that I is. I wish I was kidding. Oh, I didn't put the picture in here of them. Uh, yeah, more, is that the right one? What? You were, that's a different one than you were on before. Yeah, I have oh, two. Okay. Oh. Um, but I had a picture of uh, Kaiser. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> All right, you can look him up. Yeah, I know. All right, it's a good photo though. They look ridiculous. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, sorry, Prince uh, Henry. Uh, so he accompanies Alice, short relations between America and Germany. Alice broke a bottle of champagne over the bow. Newspapers recorded all, including how many times the prince touched Alice's arm. Oh, sure. Right. Mm. Keep the arm count. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Alice loved the publicity. The Times noted that she seemed above it all. Quote, she seemed to look upon the whole affair as a lark. So she's kind of cool. 
She's. It sounds like. Yeah, right. It is like. I mean, when you play the media like that, you you are cool, right? When you're like above it, whereas most people would be yeah. like, "Oh, super into it," and she's just like, "This is fucking stupid." Right. I mean, and she's also like, seven. She thinks we're stupid. We love her more. Right. We're the media. So she's grown up not giving a shit. Yeah. Because of what happened to yeah. her, and now she's like, "This is all fucking dumb." Right. And right. Yeah. So she's like, "Cool." Yeah. The press began speculating that the president was going to marry off his daughter to a European monarchy. Okay. Uh, the Tribune quote, she has become one of the most regarded women in the world, replacing the young queen of Holland in popular favor. Okay. That's cool that they're ranking, uh, women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't do that anymore though. <laughs> Certainly no more it or no list or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so the quote unspoiled woman was nicknamed Prince Alice by the papers. So they, because she did this thing with Prince Henry uh-huh. and they like hit it off and she would like, Well, he touched her eight times. He touched her eight times. He touched her arm eight times. Yeah. It's pretty hot. Arm count. And Welcome then, to Gossip Dish. And then, uh, and because he's a prince and because she, she made a big splash of this thing, they just started calling her princess. Princess. Okay. Princess and, Alice. And it stuck. Okay. Immediately after the christening, the owner of the New York Tribune invited Alice to Edward VIII's coronation in England. That's the hot ticket. That's the fucking shit right there. Who? Edward VIII? Yeah, eighth. Eighth? Not eighths. Eight. 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 I'm trying to buy weed. Uh, <laughs> his coronation? Yeah, he's going to become what? the coroner. <laughs> oh, right. Right. That's the ceremony. Uh, and we will present to you the new man who will be diagnosing how someone passed. Uh, he's going to become king. Oh. <clears throat> Just like Simba. Yeah, like Simba. That's now right. I get it. Okay. Yeah, now we're... Okay. Yep. Now we're getting it. So he sees his pop in the clouds, right. and his dad sort of emerges from the clouds, that's and he's right. like, you must keep fighting, Edward. You're right. the new one. Exactly. That's right. how it be- that's how become king right. in England. And then fucking Scar. Okay. Sorry. All right. Sorry. 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 The English insisted on treating her like she was a princess. So word gets over that she's going to come, and they are all a flutter about the. This the, is just exactly princess. how it works, right? <laughs> yeah, this is like the Meghan Merkle story. Yeah, yeah, across the United States, people debated whether or not she should be allowed to view the coronation with the rest of English royalty. So now they're talking about if she goes, where she will sit. Because she's being treated as royalty, so they're like, "Well, she's is, is she going to sit with the royal family? Like, what's the well?" Deal? The media named her princess, so she's yeah, basically so she's got in a, the monarchy now. Yeah, now yeah. she's basically right. She's anointed. Meanwhile, in Europe, they were saying she was deserving of quote the honors due to the oldest daughter of an emperor. Okay, so they're all on board in Europe, right? But some of the the press in the U.S. found this all to be unseemly. Because, of course, we are the ones who fought against the monarchy. The, yeah. Right. But we're, we're also the ones the king, who queen thing. named her princess. Yeah. And we're the ones who elevated her status. You're, you're, this is fucking bullshit what you're doing right well, now. What I'm doing is calling out the media well, you're again. An asshole. Uh, so the media accused Alice of having undemocratic aspirations. Yeah. She yeah. wants to be queen or some shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Ever. How dare she? The Tribune wrote, Alice should be treated as more than a normal American girl visiting London, but not much more and not as much as royalty. Uh, and they said the treatment of the press in America, the way they were treating her was bad. Right. Quote, I have never 
seen so brutally wanton and unjustifiable a series of misrepresentations and falsehoods about a young girl resorted to before in the history of newspaper discussion in this country in an effort to make a political point. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's gone. Uh, It was decided she would not go. Well, she didn't even go. No, this oh, I was all she was, like, this over was there. All the discussion before she got there. That's a like, lot of everyone, hypothetical bridges to climb. Everyone went bug fuck. Yeah, because she's this huge celebrity now. So, as a consolation prize, Teddy uh, sent Alice on a trip to Cuba instead. Oh well, okay, better. Yeah, I would say better. Oh, fucking absolutely oh, fuck better. Yeah. Absolutely better. <laughs> she spent a month in Havana. When she came uh, back, the press followed her every move. When she drove 45 miles from Newport to Boston with a friend, it made headlines because they were the only women to make the trip in a car. It's just so weird. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like... it's it, The fact that two women are driving in a car is great. Mm-hmm. Well, also, we live in a post-Thelma and Louise era, so it's easy for us <laughs> to look at that now. But... Uh, <laughs> It's amazing to think that like two women driving a car is crazy, and then because she did it, it's like, oh my god, holy shit, rebel, rebel. Yeah, Um, there were constant reports that she was about to get married whenever she was seen with a man, none of which were true. Right. So she's like JFK Jr. Totally. Right. Uh, A historian quote: All Edith and Teddy needed to to do to know what Alice had been up to. The night before was to open the morning paper. Right. So she's just So surely Edith felt really cool about that. Yeah. She was like, this is what I wanted. So Alice was so popular, she would often appear on the front page, and legitimate important news was pushed to the back pages. Hmm. 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 What? What? I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, sometimes I get caught up in these uh, comparative mindsets, and I just... I can't imagine today mm. the media mm-hmm. foregoing actual important things yeah. and dialogues that are pressing, yeah. say, that need to be discussed immediately, uh-huh. Nashville, and uh, and letting that go by the wayside just for something that's going to sell the rags. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just I know, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I think that if we had that system today, uh-huh. we would really be fucked. Yeah. Things would really be bad yeah. because people would not be able to get the information that was valuable instead of having someone to kind of distill the importance of what was happening and explain the nuance. We would just kind of be caught up in what's shiniest and what's dumbest and what's freshest and what's most scandalous. And I think that that would probably create a culture where, you know, people would find wedge issues that they would just become obsessed with. And it would kind of drive a large, large chasm between us. And the distance would only spread further and further the more that we were made to feel like we didn't have things in common as much as we had everything uh, to fight against each other about when in reality we probably agree on 78% of the shit I just think it would be weird oh sorry I was I was thinking about uh, remember JWoww yeah from uh, Snooki and JWoww from the yeah, yeah I was thinking about them I, I saw a picture of them today so I was thinking about that. Yeah. No, they are. Uh, they remain friends. Uh, friends. And it's yeah. uh, pretty and cool. Untouched by uh, needles. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that kind of stuff you shouldn't like throw away. You know what I mean? Like that's important. They're, they they stayed friends. Oh, you're sorry. So while you're focusing on you're focusing on the important news of Wow and Snooki. I mean, I don't know if it's important. I just think it's human. 
Yeah, I think there's more important stories to focus on now. Don't, don't you think? Like the whole thing with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, like that oh kind of feels God. to me like it's kind of a more important. Story. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like everything that happened there, like. You know, sure, there's a lot of issues and stuff, but I just think the chemistry between them and for them to have that performance in front of Bradley's girlfriend or fiance, I'm not sure what she is, but I mean, that's what we should be talking about for a week. Yeah. 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 Uh, By the way, Ocean Life down 4%. Our president hugged a flag. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. How long until he inserts himself into it in front of people and they're like, better, better. Uh, but Alice enjoyed all this attention. She started phoning in tips about herself Dude, and so was she, paid cash for so them. So she is the first savvy. Yeah. Like she's the first me- savvy right. media she's, person. She's using the media to her advantage 100%. and they don't know. That's right. Right. Alice smoked publicly, which was not uh, highly thought of for a young lady at the time. It's disgusting. Teddy forbid her from smoking in the White House, and she responded by going up to the roof and smoking there. Better. 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 So much better. Yeah. That's what Willie Nelson did. <clears throat> Teddy wrote a letter to Ted Jr., quote, Sister. <laughs> yeah. He's still, sister. He's still, he's still. I'm sticking with it, sis. He's still. Sister. He is now 17. This Christmas, I'm going to get you a name. And he's. <laughs> Sister continues to lead the life. I named a star after you. It's sister. <laughs> sister continues to lead the life of social excitement, which is, I think, all right for a girl to lead for a year or two, but which, upon my word, I do not regard as healthy from the standpoint of permanence. I wish she had some pronounced serious taste. He noted she had a habit of dancing all night and then not getting up until well past noon. Could you be 17. more jealous? She's 17. Jealous. She's doing what she's supposed jealous. to. Jealous. Yeah. In 1903, Alice went to Puerto Rico for Mardi Gras. Dude, this is just dynamite. <laughs> Who wouldn't want this existence? <laughs> when she left, 100 people, including policemen, detectives, and Secret Service men, were on the pier to see her off. Detectives? Yeah, I know, right? It's a little, it's yeah. a little bit of a creepy send-off. Goodbye, Alice. We'll all be waiting for when you come back. <laughs> yeah, we will. I got handcuffs. Okay, bye. Nightstick. Make the boat move. Mace. I'm going to duck down. I can see you. Jesus Christ. You I put a sheet over myself. Under arrest for being a bad girl. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. Uh, on the island, the Tribune wrote, quote, her stay in San Juan was a continual ornation and her trip across the island was like a royal progress. That's like when Trump went there. It must be processed. That must be. Whatever. It could be progress. Uh, yeah. So she is, wherever she goes, she's being treated like a princess. Right. Her behavior in Puerto Rico pleased Teddy. And when she returned, he gave in to her pleas and bought her a car. Okay. And you can smoke in your room. Uh, she got a long red touring car and immediately began racing it down the streets of D.C. and getting tickets. Okay. Yeah, but the cops are like, oh, uh, 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 oh, oh, Princess Alice, I'm ah. sorry. I didn't realize it was you just going 100. The German naval yacht, uh, the Alice Roosevelt, was completed, and the crew asked, uh, did I say that they were? I'm no. Skip that. Oh, so, so the... The German Navy has decided so to name. So Wilhelm was so excited by her uh, christening, her, her, but just how popular she was that he decided to name a German German Navy yacht the Alice Roosevelt. It's very specific. So the Alice Roosevelt, or as Teddy called it, sister boat. <laughs> so the Alice Roosevelt has been built, 
And then the crew asked her for a picture, which she provided, so they could keep it All in the boat. All she needs to do to get a naval boat named after her is send a picture. They're like, oh, 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 she likes us, boys. She likes us. I mean, she's hot. I mean, right? she likes us, boys. I think we have a shot. That's what she looks like. Yeah. it's hard. Again, it's a little hard to tell because there's so much stuff going on the head. I mean, look how high up the collar thing goes. The whole thing is nuts. It's just like, it really is. It looks like your clothes were eating you. Yeah. And like it hats. looks like a snake is halfway through devouring you, but you had to wear it out. And the hats are just uh, okay. So basically, you had to wear a cake on your head, <laughs> and then just be swallowed by your dress. That's right. Uh, so Alice now started riding in cars with men without chaperones. No, no Dave. <laughs> you can't do that. She's got a vagina. Grumble, 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 grumble. Don't! She's with vagina! Oh, dear. Oh, no. So this is completely unheard of. Also, we're ending... The the Victorian area, area is ending, so, like, women are like, that's fucked up. Can I be more of a person? Right. So she also wore pants. Which we've learned on, on the <laughs> show is not. unacceptable <laughs> behavior. She chewed gum. Oh, my God. And not while wearing pants, I'm assuming, <laughs> because the two combined, my lord. She played poker. <laughs> this is all very shocking to the public. Yeah. But young women oh, were enthralled. Of course. Young women were like, this is the fucking well, shit. Well, you have an out. You have a trailblazer. Everybody in the country knew about her large and expensive wardrobe. When Teddy took her car away for speeding... Alice would just borrow her friend Marguerite Cassini's car. Okay. Now, Marguerite is a, is a rich uh, Russian. Do you have a dark picture? Um, she's, wow. That uh, is what, is that's, she holding a that's, sword? But, uh, no. Oh. Yes. Okay. She is. <laughs> uh, she, she's Russian. She was an Ill, illegitimate child, but then uh, the guy who followed her made a deal with the so they, that's now probably why they connected a little. They were yeah, sort they, of they like, have, they have like screw a back, the prison we right. were born into, and let's have a little fun. That's right. Their right. background is kind of similar. Right. Um, so she's also a party girl. Um, <clears throat> Eleanor Roosevelt uh, was uh, was Alice's cousin, but okay. they did not get along at all. Okay. She told her fiancé, FDR, that Alice was, quote, looking well but crazier than ever. Uh-huh. I saw her this morning. A tough combo. <laughs> I saw her this morning in Bobby Golay's auto quite along with three other men. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so that's bad to be in a car with four dudes. Yo, uh, yes, for this sure. time. Yeah. Uh, Alice drank gin. Uh, she went and watched the Wright brothers make their trial flights. In her purse, she kept a dagger and a copy of the Constitution. So she's a little, that's a little Alex Jonesy. Yeah, that's certainly, uh, <laughs> I, think, my, yeah, like I think my dad does that. Jim Jeffries does or whatever that <laughs> idiot congressman is. Uh, rumors began that Alice was going to the racetrack often, but the family was suppressing the pictures. Dude, her life is dynamite. Awesome. She's fucking she's doing it. She's on a permanent it. vacation. That's right. Uh, so all this is going on. Teddy was in uh, New York on business, so she was sent to New York uh, to get a lecture from Teddy about Ugh. getting your shit together, Ugh. right? 
but I've decided to be a father. <laughs> Is that now a good time? You need to get your act together. Now. I would call you by your name. Listen, baby but Lee. You don't have one. I'm so mad I'm gonna call you by your full name, Princess Baby Lee Mousykins. Um, apparently it didn't take, because when she got back, a headline announced she'd been seen at the track. Quote, she is as much an attraction as the thoroughbreds. Her family, a uh, family friend, said she was, quote, like a young wild animal that has been put into well, good Teddy might kill her. <laughs> We're not careful. <laughs> like a young wild animal that has been put into good clothes. Okay, okay. So she's a teen wolf. There she's in the car. Look at those hats. <laughs> Look at the nightmare life you have with how these do you, hats. How do you drive in a car with those hats? Your neck. By the end of the day, you're like, oh, my God. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, and it looks ridiculous without a bird on it. Get yeah. an owl on there, you yeah. weirdos. 100%. May 1904, she went to the Louisiana Purchase Exposition, where she was met by a cheering crowd of thousands. Okay. People wanted to catch a glimpse of the princess so badly that they almost crushed her against her carriage. That's, that's so we're about to Lenny with the bunnies her. <laughs> I love her so much that we're going to crush her up against a wall. Now, are men uh, on board with this or are they um, threatened, as I would imagine them to be? I would imagine men are threatened. This is mostly uh, young girls. Right. Uh, she's She's... Breaking the fucking mold. Yeah, she like, is she's the Beatles. She's a big deal. Right, yeah, yeah, she's a big fucking deal. Right. Um, quote. Your language, the, by the way. Is just yeah, yeah. You really fuck face. Wow. Ass clown. My mother might listen. N- no, she won't. Oh, she won't. You're right. Uh, <laughs> New York Times, quote, Miss Roosevelt found herself in the presence of a crowd of 5,000 chiefly women, all, sh- all shrieking, there she is, and hurrah for Miss Roosevelt. <laughs> Can we bring back hurrah? Yeah, hurrah was good. I mean, hurrah. Also, three oh, cheers. That's it. No, I want, that's what I want people to yell at our live show. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to start doing three cheers in rooms now, too. Um, <laughs> three cheers. Imagine being at a time when you said three cheers for stuff. Oh, God. Three uh, cheers for David. Hip, hip. As Miss Roosevelt's party reached their carriage, the women burst the ineffective police barrier and a flood of femininity swirled about the carriage. They were all trying to peer, peer over each other's heads, and most of them were hurrahing. Yeah, well, with the hat, yeah. it must have been really hard to see past each other. Hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. Uh, Did you hear my hurrah? Previously, only great women of the theater had brought out such crowds. A high society teen getting this treatment was completely unheard of. Okay. But Alice was breaking the model for young women. Alice postcards became big sellers. Wow. So, uh, so postcards all over the place of her. Right. And that's um, a big deal back then. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> it's got to be, right? It had to be. It had to be. In some pockets of my family, postcards are still a big deal. So, post, I mean, think about that. Yeah. Like, when I was a kid, like, people would buy postcards, and it would be like, I'm going to yeah. send this to people. It's that's right. meaning behind I it. I used to do that. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, back then, it was probably like, this is Oh, like, crazy. Yeah. There is a thing you can write on with a picture on it. Oh, my God. And it's a Alice. Oh, yes. We live in the future. Uh, so, 
Young women wanted clothes of Alice's favorite color, which was a gray blue, mm-hmm. which became known as Alice Blue. <laughs> sure, sure. Millions of American girls, all on the cusp of the new woman movement, emulated everything she said and did. Okay. Songs were written about her, like Alice Blue Gown and Alice Where Art Thou? <laughs> Babies were named after her. Like You mean they were called sister? Yeah. All right. <laughs> This is Baby Baby Lee. This is Baby Baby Lee. Uh, so Alice kept doing her thing. She fired off cap guns at parties. <laughs> she danced a midnight hoochie coochie on the Vanderbilt's roof. What does that even mean? I don't know what the hoochie coochie is. Aaron, can you do it? Oh. <laughs> um, she drove her own car and now had her own pet snake. Well, hello. Which she brought to social functions. What? There's no picture of the snake. Oh. Oh, fuck. Here he is. God oh, God. This, th- what's his name again? That's, That's Prince Henry. Prince Henry? <laughs> he looks so stiff. Yeah, they look, look like that was fun. Look at him. So what else do you like to do for fun? That's cool. That's cool. I'll try to put these up on Instagram. That's cool. Um, so she has a pet snake, which she would bring everywhere and to social functions, Just, like White House social functions. This is functions. really now becoming, I mean, this is taking a turn. I mean, she is fully like, she's, fuck everything. Yeah, she's really trying, like, she's like, what will it take for people to stop me? <laughs> I think I'm too powerful. Like, she's just like, I'm going to blow all this I shit. bring cobras to parties. <laughs> all right? I'm driving a car with five guys in it, and I'm bringing a snake with me. Uh, so, yeah. So, she has a snake. Okay. Uh, the pet snake was named Emily Spinach. <laughs> okay. Great. She named it that because, quote, it's as green as spinach and as thin as my Aunt Emily. Oh, Nice. Uh, Emily Spinach was a garter snake. That and she, when it ate an egg, it had a hump. <laughs> no, that's the different one. There's a lot of characters. That's, that's, that's Anna. Anna Bai. Bai. Um, so, it's a, uh, so it's a garter snake, and she would carry it around in her pocket or sometimes around her neck. Mm-hmm. Or it said pocketbook, but I, I don't think they had purses. I don't know, but whatever. Isn't that what a pocketbook was? It's a pocketbook, a purse, but they never have, in the pictures, they never have a purse with them. Well, they put it down, Dave. Um, I feel like they wouldn't be allowed. I think, feel like they would think it was wrong for them to carry purses at this time. I might be totally wrong. I think you're like wrong, pockets, but they probably did, but they needed to. Pockets were, when, when pockets were invented for Amazing women. Amazing to it, think that pockets were invented for women. And it made a huge difference in their lives. Like oh, I'm pocket, sure. Pockets was one of those weird revolutionary things for women. That right. It's insane. But, right. Because they weren't, they, they couldn't, they weren't allowed to carry anything. And all of a sudden they had pockets. No, and all of a sudden like, oh my God, what a convenience. Jeez. Jesus Christ. You're lucky to let you outside. Um, Alice hid Emily Spinach in covered dinner plates during White House banquets and would wait for guests to freak out when they removed the cover. Okay, so Billy Madison is in the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Um, she also liked to barge into meetings in the White House with no purpose other than to fuck with everyone there. Okay. And then she'd start giving advice. So she would go, so she would go into official meetings and start giving advice and Teddy'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I think you should clean up your language. Oh, what's her name? That's girl. Uh, yeah. Um, after you there, she- your posture is garbage. <laughs> Leave the Oval Office, Alice. He smokes too much. Get out. 
After she interrupted one meeting three times, Teddy threatened to throw her out a window. I'll throw you out a window, my love. He seems like he would, too. Yeah, no, he seems pretty chill. (laughs) This is what's best for you. Uh, I'll do it. You'll thank me later. Um, so, yeah, that's, we all know what Teddy looks like, but that's our, that's our man. Yeah. The guy who looks like he's wearing two monocles. He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Cause he, cause he's got, it's, it's a monocle thing, but it's, it's two glasses. He's got no frames. Yeah. That just seems like it'd be super. Terrible. Really inconvenient. Breaking your little weird glasses all the time. Yeah. Um, Alice then began saying she was a pagan. Which was probably just a way to upset the very religious mm-hmm, Edith. Mm-hmm. She started calling Christianity voodoo. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's really, I'm, I'm waiting for I her mean, to do something I'm not into. She, <laughs> Will it happen as the she game? She never does. Teddy was furious. He accused Alice of, quote, courting publicity, which was not something mm, a lady did. No, a lady no, does no, not no. court publicity. No, no, no. Um, he wrote that she described... Uh, Oh, sorry. Oh, hello. That's my bad. Um, he, wrote, he wrote a letter that she described as savage. Okay. Um, and it was uh, telling her to, to, you know, get her yeah. shit together. Right. Alice burned the letter, so we don't know what it was. But there is one telegram that survived about her serving tea at a charity function. Okay. From Teddy. Quote, do not like the advertisements of your appearing at a portrait show. They distinctly convey the impression that any person who wishes to pay $5 may be served with tea by you and Ethel Barrymore. I cannot consent to such a use of your name and must ask you not to serve tea. Dude, tea is just at its wit's end. It's a fucking, you can't Tea. You can't just go serving tea for five bucks uh, a pop. Send a telegram. I'll, I'll admonish her via ter- telegram. Alice responded that she got the telegram too late. Oh, I'm oh, sorry, sorry, Dad. I already I made did all the money, Dad. I'm sorry. Thing. Good talk, though. Now, there's another layer to this, which is Teddy is Teddy Roosevelt. He wants to be the center of attention. Yeah, right. So she's taking away his jam, right? Right. Uh, at one point, Alice said of her dad, quote, he wants to be the bride at every wedding, the corpse at every funeral, and the baby at every christening. Oh, man. <laughs> So that's calling uh, someone a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, I got to tell you, she's a very attractive. Dave, are you in love? No, but, you know, I'm not in love, but that's a, that's, a, that's a good looking lady. There's no hat. No hat there. But she's got a bunch of BS on her back of her head. She's got a flower mullet. Yeah, she's got to carry that. Um, so... Uh, so Alice hung out with a group of, uh, starts hanging out with a group of other daughters who are super rich. Oh, here we go. Uh, Grace Vanderbilt, Sissy Patterson. The first daughters club. Yeah. Wow. And Marguerite, uh, who we already met. Right. Um, so this just increases tension with, with Teddy and Edith. Okay. As a group, they were worse. So when the girls get together, it's sure. even, because it's they're like just super in, friends. They were all encouraging each other. Right. To There's break more power the rules. They openly flirted with men. They made trips to New York, Newport, wa- and Washington in the social circles. They went to each other's parties. They encouraged each other to push the bounds of social norms. Okay. They would. Uh, uh, they would also bail on parties. Like people would throw them like a hundred thousand dollar party, and they would just bail on it. Like they were just. 
Right. Yeah. Living it. <laughs> Living it. Marguerite said she and Alice were, quote, two badly spoiled girls set only on their own pleasure. Right. New York, the New York Herald printed a tally of Alice's social life. Okay. 407 dinners, 350 balls, 300 parties, 680 teas, 1,706 social calls in 15 months. Wow. That is, I don't, I think you're eating multiple dinners. I mean, 407 dinners in 15 months. By the way, a ball and a party, days a ball a and a party, very similar. Yeah, no, you're. And they're separate categories. Yeah, you're hitting two of these things or three of these things in a day. Yeah. I mean. It's a full-time party job. 1,706 social calls in 15 months. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. The girls were rarely home except to change clothes or sleep. Teddy and Edith became more and more upset as time went by, and Teddy was convinced they were squandering their lives on frivolous pursuits and demoralizing pleasures. Which is what they should be doing. Yeah. They're like 18. They well, this should is be... before you knew that girls could have fun. It should be... <laughs> this is before be... Cindy Lauper broke the mold. I mean, it should all be demoralizing pleasure. That's, right. that's what you should, everyone should be doing. Yeah. If you wink at me again during this episode, <laughs> I will leave. You got the camera on me? Oh, God. People are listening to this. They're not. It's a wink for the people at home. You're an idiot. Teddy uh, to a friend, quote, I can do one of two things. I can be president or I can control Alice. I cannot do both. That is, I mean, you're the president. Your job (laughs) is to put out all the fires and just sort of have an echelon of these issues you have to deal with. I mean, you need to deal with 85 different problems. Your whole job is putting fires out. And he's like, I can't be the president and be the father of this girl. This fire is too big. (laughs) And he's fucking Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, and he's Teddy, people. right. So this is like, for him, it's like interesting to hear an Achilles heel. He considered Alice's pursuit of publicity to be, quote, vulgar. Uh-huh. And yet that's what, it's because she, that's what he does. Yeah. Like, she's literally mirroring him. Actually, she's if being you think Teddy. about it, she is being the bride at every wedding, the corpse at every <laughs> funeral, and the baby at every christening. But it's because she's a, a woman that it's vulgar, but yeah. it's everything he does. Sure. Um. But things began to change in 1904. Maybe it was the widespread poverty that was hitting America, but her, uh, her actions start to look a little worse because of what's happening in the country. Right. Um, maybe it was the fact that it was just, she's clearly disobeying her father. Either way, the, some papers started to be more critical of her actions. One such paper was called Town Topics, which was about the rich, but the rich tried to stay out of the paper. So it's like the scandals, like uh-huh. the bad shit about right. you. Um, town topics turned on Alice and her friends. The paper was run by a formal civil. The paper was run by a former Civil War colonel who let the wealthy purchase immunity from negative stories. So you could this buy your guy. way out. Yeah, very good guy. Yeah. Um, it, there's not any like version of that today, right? No. No. What do you think? Like there's not a like a uh, specific like media publication like a publication that if there was b- bad news about you could buy your a way rich out person of, or could buy their way out of candidate a presidential candidate you could buy that way out information of it. yeah yeah that's that I don't think that's a thing okay yeah um so so that didn't happen for Alice the paper wrote quote 
From wearing costly lingerie to indulging in fancy dances for the edification of men was only a step. However, it is admitted that she is a smart girl, and smart girls are supposed to be clever enough to take care of themselves without the aid of chaperones. Yeah. He also said she was using stimulants and had listened to uh, some risque jokes told by the son of a Newport hostess. (laughs) Well, hold on! Sir. So she heard some dirty jokes yeah. and that's a problem? Yeah, he she heard she sat there and listened to dirty jokes. When, when what a woman, about the guy who told the jokes? When a woman is supposed to be like, oh, fainting couch. And, and the man like, who told the down. jokes, that's fine. Yeah. Right. But the but the, the female person, the female who heard the jokes faint. Her ears need to be cut off. That's right. Thank you. The owner of Collier Weekly, a magazine, had previously been attacked by town topics and saw this as a chance to attack back. So he he's not he doesn't have to he's like it's great for him because this is a popular uh, girl and he can, he can defend her honor. And right. Um, he also refused to believe Alice's hijinks would include such lascivious lasciviousness. Lasciviousness. Um, so he doesn't think that she would be off with men or listening. (laughs) So this guy's also not right. (laughs) I mean, do you think she's like, how far do we think she's gone with dudes? I don't know, but whatever. It's like you should, like, if you, you know, it's just amazing. I mean, it's, there still is this double standard where, like, if a, you know, like a dude sleeps with a bunch of girls, oh, yeah. like, yeah, get out of here, man, you're champ. And a girl sleeps with a bunch yeah. of guys, just like, man, what's wrong with you? It's, it's still disgusting. Yeah. It's a horrible, horrible act you've committed. But I'm wondering if, like, if, like, like what happens to her if she has sex? Like, well, I was—I I don't know what that—I don't know what the air is like and what happened. But I was like, thinking, about, like when you said she flirts, like the first time that a girl flirted w- with a gentleman, it must have been like, what is happening? Yeah, this is the total opposite of everything I've ever been taught. Maybe, but I think they flirted all the time. But I think you flirted with a chaperone around. I don't know what. It's I don't fucking get bullshit. it. It's so restrictive and, and anti like humanity right. that it it doesn't like it's so alien. Yeah. Um, so Collier fires back. The two papers fought back and forth in editorials, and the editor of Collier's sued Town Topic for blackmail, and Town Topic sued for libel. The case was really a battle between old Victorian morals and what was replacing them, but it put. Alice's life and even more on display. Okay. So Teddy decided to send Alice on a long cruise to Asia in 1905. Okay. Uh, he, he had, he, on one hand, he wanted her to get away from her friends. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the other, he thought seeing developing nations would be good for her. Right. So seeing, right. Seeing people, Philippines or whatever. Right. People do, do not have it the right. way we have it in America. Yes, uh, this is a boat Hail Mary. <laughs> <laughs> but she was also sent as a distraction for the press. So he knew oh. that the press would be focused on her right. because her presence would allow War Secretary, Secretary William Taft, who was her chaperone. Taft was her chaperone? William Taft was her chaperone on this trip. Talk about an easy chaperone to ditch. <laughs> There's Tafty. Um, Now, that's so weird because he has this reputation that I've certainly played into that he's extremely obese. Yeah, he doesn't look obese there, does he? No. He looks like a linebacker. Yeah. Um, Are you thinking of someone else? No, wasn't Taft the huge one? I don't don't remember. Isn't, yeah, Taft's the huge one who got stuck in a bathtub. Yeah. Well, he's not yeah. big there. No. 
It's so not. I mean, unless bigger. Tubbs were well, smaller. Well, I'll show you another picture where he's bigger. Okay. Um, so, uh, so, so Taft is her chaperone, but he's also the war secretary because um, he's actually there to conduct secret negotiations with Japan. <laughs> Um, so they're using her as, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a decoy. Yeah. She's the decoy. Like right. she's going to distract, distract all the press right. and he's going to get this business done. Okay. So along on the trip, quite a th- mission that, uh, Roosevelt has created for that's right. the two. Uh, I talk about a movie. <laughs> you got this your is movie. The movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I so, don't know where she is. There's also uh, 23 congressmen and seven senators on the trip. Jesus. It was called the Imperial Cruise, and it was the first time the daughter of a president had been a goodwill ambassador. Well, we'll get back. People in the countries they visited all referred to her as Princess Alice. Okay. Her reputation was only increased by going on the trip. Um, so Alice... Uh, Understood the protocol, and she worked within the limits uh, on the trip, though she's okay. still Alice. Right. So with the trip starts, she takes a train to San Francisco. Um, on the train trip, she pulled out a pistol and took shots at targets on the top of telephone poles as the train passed. What? So she's uh, just, this is quite, this is in America still. Yeah, she's still in America. Okay. So she's shooting at whatever's on the top of telephone poles. Sure. Which are, are which probably are wires. Wires, yeah, <laughs> wires that are important to people's communication, for sure. <laughs> Uh, she also one day set off firecrackers in the train. And when people said, what the fuck are you doing? She said, it's the 4th of July. And it was not. I don't know if it was. Or probably not. wasn't. And still, even if it was, that's not a valid excuse for firecrackering a train. <laughs> when she got to San Francisco, she slipped her chaperone and spent the night all alone in Chinatown. I can't find Alice. <laughs> Come on. She had to have done opium. Oh, well, great. Taft. Taft tried to find her. Ugh. Um, so <laughs> I will find Alice. Uh, so then they got on a ship. They went to Hawaii where she danced the hula. And then she put on a bathing suit and went surfing. And Taft begged the photographers not to take her picture. <laughs> so Taft, uh, this is pretty early in the Please. trip. And Taft, oh, is, good Lord. Taft is resorting to pleaded, pleading with them. Please stop. Yeah. Um, she jumped fully clothed. And that's how you stop the media normally. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Please. That doesn't make them more excited. Back then, they were probably like, well, all right. Sorry, William. Um, she jumped fully clothed into the ship's swimming pool. No, now, the lunacy. All she had on was a linen top and a linen skirt. So, oh, so potentially. I mean, I'm sure she had uh, a well, the good. This, is when, this but, is when women were lucky enough to wear 16 layers of clothing. <laughs> so they probably had to get like something to rip her out of the water. Alice said it was her, quote, pleasurable duty to stir up her fellow travelers from time to time. Nice. Uh, so in each country, she was given tons of expensive gifts. Okay. The press started calling the government-sponsored trip Alice in Plunderland. Oh, there we go. Finally. <laughs> Finally. A hero in the media emerges. But she... Uh, okay, there's Big Boy Taft, right? He's, there we go. He's expanded. Yeah. Um, but a, a, a poet actually came up with that title, and then the press ran with it. Right. Um, in the Chinese Imperial Garden... she's only wearing the two dresses there, right? Yeah, look at that. The one, and then the other one, and then the pizza hat. <laughs> Um, in the Chinese Imperial Gardens, she was carried on the shoulders of four Chinese men. 
The countries all thought if they wanted to gain goodwill on the trip, they would have to treat Alice very well. One traveler on the trip wrote in his diary, quote, Perhaps to most, Alice was the party. This was so outside as well as inside the country, before the trip, during the trip, and after the trip. Many times after our return, the only question that was asked of me of the experiences of Asia was, How did you like Alice? <laughs> right. <laughs> did you see all the sights? I mean, Alice? So she did. She spread goodwill wherever she went. Uh, everybody loved her. All the Asian countries were like, yeah, she's great. Uh-huh. There she oh, is. There we go. Um, uh, from Tokyo to Manila, when they reached Korea, headlines in U.S. papers just said, quote, Seoul welcomes her. They didn't even say who she was. Everyone just knew her was Alice Roosevelt. Right. But this, it, the, the plan by this account would be working then essentially right because the plan is to send sort of taft and these other people all over the place to do some secret shit yes and then but she just is clearly in the limelight so yeah right um so when she was in korea alice scandalously walked arm in arm and flirted with ohio congressman nick longworth okay longworth was 15 years older so traft so Taft tried to do everything he could to keep them apart. Mm. But Taft eventually gave up because he could not control Alice. Mm. He then asked Alice, Alice, I'm tired. Cool. Cool. He then asked Alice if she was in love with Longworth. And Alice said, quote, more or less, Mr. Secretary, more or less. Longworth was a notorious DC <coughs> playboy womanizer. And you'll see why. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My God. This man. Uh, he a was, shame that not everyone can see this I know. right now. He was a boozer. He was short. He was balding. But he was wealthy and a rising political star. She was smitten. Okay. Yeah. Daddy issues. Oh, but. 150% daddy issues. Yeah. And look at the collar. It's great. <laughs> On, and this is not the man I thought. This, but this is what happens sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it does Joe DiMaggio ended up with Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but he's the, a great baseball player. It still is no excuse. I mean, he's maybe one of the best ever. It's not okay. Uh, consecutive hits? Uh, Dave, keep trying. You can tell me that he, you know. Jolton Joe? Jolton Joe is getting you nowhere with me. On, upon returning. That was a war crime. Upon returning, Alice decided to try to beat the Japan to New York travel time record. What is she doing? What, so she's just like. <laughs> Just like she's fucking awesome. I mean, if there was social media back then, holy (laughs) shit. Uh, Teddy was angry when he heard. He was worried about her safety. Tell her to take the regular route. Regular train. Not fast. Uh, He was worried about her safety on a speeding train and was offended she had accepted a ride from another rich guy, E.H. Harriman. He sent word for Harriman to slow down the train, which he did, but it didn't matter. Harriman had done it for the publicity, and it worked. People lined the train tracks to watch the train pass by, waving American flags and bands played. <laughs> like, uh, it's just, just a fucking train. Well, I know, but it's like... It's, it's a teenage girl on but a don't, train. But don't you pine for the days when that was stimulating? I do. I think we. I think our brains probably... Our brains yeah. have a lot more to focus on when your big week event was going to watch a train. And then it's gone, and then you're like, well, I got to go read. Yeah. All right. I agree. Uh, So uh, Alice got off in New York. After the trip, she was at the height of her popularity, right? So she's coming back. She's basically like she's an American hero because she's done all this great stuff. Sure. Yeah, she did all that stuff that... 
The Richmond Times-Dispatch called her, quote, an American girl who has not been spoiled. She had served the interests of America well overseas, and everyone loved her for it. And has she, was, she not been spoiled? I think spoiled, meaning a different kind of spoiled. Oh, okay. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and now she was uh, hanging out with Congressman Longworth. You mean the sex symbol we saw earlier? Yeah, the hot, hot dude. He was seen dri- uh, she was seen driving with him without a chaperone. The Tribune wrote, wrote, quote, if they are not engaged, they ought to be. Um, so the tri- Tribune kept following them. And then uh, a day before the family was going to announce they're engaged, the Tribune broke the story first. They're engaged. Okay. Teddy supports it because Longworth had graduated from Harvard. Well, and was, Teddy's also got to be like, good, good. good a a, a oh. constant chaperone, Holy please. Shit. Please, you try, you try. Uh, I was about to resign. So he's into it because Longworth graduated from Harvard and was a good family, uh, from a good family, and a Roosevelt supporter. Oh. The, tri- the trifecta for a, a son-in-law. <laughs> for any politician, son-in-law. <laughs> the press went insane in the run-up to the wedding. The couple could barely walk down New York streets because they were surrounded by crowds. The wedding was peak Princess Alice madness. It was at the White House in February 1906. Uh, so the wedding happens uh they're cutting the cake she gets so irritated by the knife that they're using to cut the cake that she turns around and takes a military aid sword quote brandished it aloft and began slashing the cake with it the slices fell right and left and great was the scramble among her friends for it well i i support her but this is someone who has not heard no a lot (laughs) Okay, if you are kitanaing a wedding cake at the White House, yeah, yeah. you're in charge. Okay, <laughs> I don't care who they say is the president. If there's a cake and you take a sword off a soldier, yeah, yeah. and you start to hack it, yeah, and nobody stops you, nobody's worried or stops you, or nobody has the guts to stop you're, you. You're the new president. You are in charge. One hundred percent. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't like this old bread knife. Yeah! 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 Uh, Who wants cake? Just. Um, they received extravagant wedding gifts, including fine perfumes from the Empress of China, a $25,000 tapestry from the President of France, a Florentine mosaic. $25,000 tapestry? Yeah. Is it made from money? I don't know. It's from it's from France. I think they're I think they're inflating the price. Two uh, vases uh, from a former president of France, antique jewelry from the King of Spain, and a pearl necklace worth twenty five thousand dollars from the people of Cuba. Okay. Alice ins- was insistent on calling it her loot. Her loot. Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. However. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Uh, well. Who's going to say no? I love her. Who will say no to her? She's going to use the sword. Yeah. But after the wedding, a couple days after the wedding, Edith said to Alice, "Quote. Oh, here we go. I want you to know I'm glad to see you leave. You have never been anything but trouble. Yeah. Well. I mean. Whatever. Yeah. I know. But just you, shut you, the you fuck are, up. You are an like an 18th tier character in the story. Of her. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit, Edith. Uh, still, Alice was free of Edith, so she must have been happy. 
the couple were not really in love as much as they were comfortable with each other. And Nick was a chronic adulterer, so he went about his business. That guy is, it's just, there's, he. And so Alice did too. Okay. Right. So they're just, <laughs> so. Uh, she started having uh, affairs with men on the side. After the honeymoon. This is just dynamite. Yeah. Okay. She's fucking great. Yeah. After the honeymoon, Alice drifted Literally. out of the spotlight. Okay. Uh, in 1909, Teddy's presidency ended. Before they left the White House, Alice went and buried a voodoo doll in the White House lawn. What is going on? The voodoo doll was of the new first lady, Helen Taft. Oh, my God. Jesus. That's the, a little... <laughs> yeah. I mean... All right. Uh, what, what are you doing out there, Al? Alice, what's going on? Nothing, just uh, a little gift for the future administration. All right. Is that a doll? Um, mm-hmm. So, so people found it. She must have told people because people found. Well, you out can't about it. keep a secret like that. I mean, I can. You didn't well tonight. Um, so, uh, sorry. So anyway, they found out about it, and um, she also publicly criticized the Tafts. And so Alice was, was, Alice her, was banned from the White House. Was her beef purely the chaperoned experience with Taft, or she just not, is... I really couldn't find out. A lot okay. of the stuff you try to read about her just gets vague, so... Well, and also, they probably weren't focused but on she, the politics. She clearly did not like his wife. Right, Because okay. she did bury a voodoo doll in the... In... Right, I forgot about that. <laughs> right, she buried... Right, right, right. <laughs> when Woodrow Wilson beat her father in the next presidential election... Um, she publicly talked shit about him. Okay. Once again, she was banned from the White House. Okay. Um, uh, she also, one of the reasons she was banned from the White House was because she told a, quote, unprintable joke about Woodrow Wilson. I could not find it oh, anywhere. Man. It, like, doesn't exist. Man. It does not. You cannot find it. Damn no it. one knows what it is. Damn it. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt died on January 6, 1919. Uh, he had been against the U.S. joining the League of Nations. So Alice took up the cause when Wilson pushed for it. And she was so effective using all of her connections that she was nicknamed the Colonel of Death. Well, she did bury a voodoo doll on a lawn. And the U.S. did not join. Wow, so she beat Wilson. I mean, People can't say it was definitely her, but she clearly had an influence on what happened. Yeah, she had the media. Um, She became such a fixture in Washington, D.C. that she became known as the Other Washington Monument. (laughs) What? There's a lot of nicknames. Um, So in the 1920s, Alice started having an affair with Senator William Bora. 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 B O R A H. There he is. Um, God, I no, just click the image. There you go. So he's a good looking dude. Yeah. So she definitely likes older dudes. <laughs> I mean, this dude is like. Yeah, she's pretty into the older. That dude is uh, old. Older man. 
Um, he's the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, so he's kind of a mover and shaker. Sexual relations committee. What? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, never, okay. never again. Mm, okay. Um, they fell in love. They wrote letters to each other. She's still married to dude, right? They're still married. Okay. Um, but that dude's a womanizer, too. Yeah, so yeah, but I'm just curious. She's yeah, getting her own. Right. Uh, their affair became uh, known. The press started calling her Aurora Bora Alice. <laughs> Jesus. The press, they still have it. Um, so, uh, so in 1925, Alice's husband, Nick became speaker of the house and they had a child. Okay. Paulina. I was, I was just going to say, it's time to get a family involved in this. Oh, look at the happy family. Jesus. Um, Nick loved his daughter, even though she was clearly Senator Boris' son. Oh, (laughs) that explains the vibe. <laughs> uh, odds are Nick knew that. Uh, Nick died in 1931. He did not leave much money behind. To make money, Alice published her memoirs. Um, okay. During the Depression, Alice wrote a newspaper column and appeared in a cigarette ad. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Um, Alice Roosevelt Longworth says, They're a light smoke, kind to the throat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Wait, what does this quote say? Can you make it a little bigger? I can't. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I don't think you can read it anyway. It's so blurred. Uh, there um, are light smoke kind to the throat. That's what I always wonder. Like, did, did people feel like, because even if you didn't think cigarettes were going to kill you, did your throat get sore? Yeah, I would imagine. And you were just like, well, it's, it's normal. It happens. <laughs> um, so Alice was not a great mother. Um, what was that due to? I mean, I can't imagine why. Do you think it's because... I got no idea. Uh, so she's not a great mom. Uh, she never tried to keep the the secret of the real father. Mm-hmm. So she, like, she's a total smartass, and she's got a, a a a great wit. You know, she's really fucking funny, and she's got a way with words. Um, but she didn't have like the thing that you would you to take hard. care of your kid. There's like a yeah. miss, something's missing, and so. So she, people are like, yeah, that's not Nick's son. And she's like, that's right. Like, she just didn't. Right. Um, so at one point, she openly mocked the situation and said she considered naming her daughter Deborah. Because hmm. the center's name is Bora. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's fun. So life went on. She hated the hearings on the uh, Un American Activities uh, Committee, Senate okay. Committee. Uh, at one point, McCarthy, Joseph McCarthy, uh, called her Alice, and she said, quote, No, Senator McCarthy, you are not going to call me Alice. The truckman, the trash man, and the policeman on the block may call me Alice, but you may not. Wow. Her daughter, Pauline, I don't know why, struggled with depression and addiction. Mm. Uh, she overdosed on sleeping pills in 1957. Huh. The Washington Post said it was a suicide, but Alice got them to print a retraction. Uh, so then Alice uh, got custody of her granddaughter. Pauline had a kid. And this time she doted over her and cared for her. and A mulligan. Lo- yeah, a mulligan. And she, right. and she loved the kid and did a good job with the kid. Um, she was always a fixture in Washington. She voted Republican. She was super, you know, she was fucking rich. So right. she was, she was well, it's as, also as, as awesome as she was for, I think, what she did for women. Um, she's still a really rich person right. who hated FDR and right. what he was doing. And, um, 
she ended up voting for the Kennedys though. Cause she, it was the first Democrat she loved who just happened to be from her crazy rich family. Right. Right. Uh, she even voted for LBJ, but then she became a Nixon supporter after Bobby was killed. Mm. Throughout well, most, that's quite a turnaround. Yeah. Uh, but she, but she's a Republican. Like, yeah, she was still, just into the Kennedys. Like, but to go from Bobby back to Nixon. That's yeah. Quite I a agree. move. Um, throughout most of her life, she preferred to be called Mrs. L rather than Alice. Okay. After a lifetime of smoking cigarettes and a double mastectomy due to breast cancer in her 80s, Alice died on February 20th, 1980, eight days after her 96th birthday. Yeah. She lived to be 96? Yeah. Wow. So God she's, damn. So she's, uh, she's, she's a fucking badass. Yeah. She's the, yeah. I mean, the idea, the, if you, if you're driving Teddy Roosevelt insane, you're so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, but, I, I mean, mean they, the, uh, you know, they totally manufactured uh, a person um, who was not going to give a shit, right? They, the way that the way her childhood went, like, I just can't, you know, it, it would be amazing today if you thought about someone getting like a younger, like woman getting involved in mainstream political shit and, um, all the established old people thinking like, this is too much. This person's too crazy. This is not how we do things. But in reality, it's the person who can use the media way better than you and actually is effective. Yeah. There's nobody like that, uh, that establishment politicians hate now. (laughs) Um, and are really worried because it's someone who's actually a real person and, uh, is not full of shit. But, um, yeah, I mean, there is, like, it also shows you, first of all, how stupid the media is, but also how you can manipulate it properly at times. And really, just again, how dumb the system that white men set up is so flawed and ridiculous. And just, you just got to punch holes through it. Treat the system like that fucking Plinko game on The Price is Right. Punch some goddamn holes in it. The Plinko game? On yeah, you got to punch holes to get the little Plinko chips out. Really? I watched The Price is Right a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, gotta, you just got to fucking kick doors in and do what you're going to do. You yeah. can't sit around and wait for the establishment fuckheads to... They're never going to. They're never going to change your mind. So you have to kick doors down. Yeah, and like so. Let's say you're in Nashville and you're at your hotel and you're oh like, "Does God. this hotel recycle?" And they're like, "No." And you're like, "This hotel literally doesn't recycle." And then you walk four blocks, looking behind buildings no, everywhere exactly. to just find one place to put some recycling. But that means that they don't do it on a. Well, state and then level. when I asked people, they were like, "Oh yeah, not here, not here." Like you think I think when I think about all the stuff we think about and talk about all the time yeah. and are like our I mean all this stuff our minds are really devoted to is yeah. that shit. They and could then, give a fuck. And then you're like, but they don't even try a little. Not even a little bit. <laughs> and it's a real bummer. Not man. even a tiny bit. It's a real bummer. Hell of a town though. Um well good. Good she's a good egg. <laughs> I like her. Yes. I'm in. What? I like her. I'm in? I'm in. Yes. What? Uh, All right, you know what? Whatever. I'm done. I'm out of here. You're done. I gotta take this. Hello? What are you doing? I'm on the phone with Hollywood, yeah? All right, yeah, let's do the deal. Yeah, what no, I'm deal? just quitting. I'm quitting something stupid right now with an asshole. What the fuck is wrong with uh, you? When we start shooting next Monday? Love it. 
Great. Shooting what? Uh, do I have a friend who claims he has boobs to be in the movie? No, I don't. You're the worst fake phone call pretender taker that I've ever met. Well, you're the worst coming up with namers for things that just happened. Guy or I've ever met her. I killed it. Thanks, Aaron. It's been a lot of fun. Door's locked! (laughs) Anyway, the ladies are doing it for themselves. That's the moral. I liked my ending better. (laughs) Uh, My dog weighs 12 pounds. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.